Welcome to the Impact Church Aurora podcast. We pray that this week's message encourages you, engages you, and equips you to make an impact in the world around you. Now, get ready to receive the Word of God. Are you excited for a new year? A new year is actually equal to us what a new day would. It's a new opportunity. It's the chance to refocus. It's a chance to redefine. It's a chance to re-engage. For many of us, it's a chance even our relationship with Jesus Christ to rededicate ourselves to the Lord and rededicate ourselves to the goal and the, the calling that he's put upon our lives. I was reading today in a Business Insider magazine that 80% of all, all New Year's resolutions fail before February. You got, you got that image there for me? It's kind of like, you know what this is like. Yeah, baby, January 1st, and you already know. By February, the resolutions we make, we're either going to break them or forget them. And it's just how it goes. And here's what I want you to understand, okay? The problem is not your calendar. The problem's right here. It's your mindset. That's really what the issue is. And here's what I need you to know today, that we were not created by an awesome God to live small lives, to think small, to dream small, to have small influence. That is not why we are on this planet. And I don't know about you, but I'm tired of just shouting about things I'm not yet possessing. If we serve of God, who is a God of increase, then what we want to get into our hearts in 2019 is if the thief can come and rob, kill, and destroy, that's fine. I'm not associated with the thief. I'm associated with Jesus. And he came to give me life and life more abundantly. So over my 2019 and over your 2019, let's just declare this. Big things, big dreams, big calling, big accomplishments, big prosperity, bigger things happening. Because I serve a God who has given me abundant life. No matter what level you're at today, please know you're not supposed to stay there. And you're surely not supposed to get stuck there. God has bigger things for us. Have your Bibles just on the first Sunday of the year. Be so willing to stand to your feet with me. Mark chapter 2. And don't worry, I'm not getting you to any new traditions. I just want to do it today, okay? Mark chapter 2. Verse 18 is where I'd like to start today. And we'll skip on down to actually uh, Luke Chapter 15 in just a moment. Mark chapter 2. Read this way. John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting. And some people came to Jesus and asked him, why do your disciples not fast the way that John's disciples do or the way the Pharisees do? And Jesus replied and said, do the wedding guests fast while celebrating with the groom? Of course not. They can't fast while the groom is with them. But someday the groom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast. See, they're, they're questioning Jesus about covenant. So he comes back with the idea of marriage, the greatest example of covenant between two people. You don't fast before your wedding. Well, maybe if you try to get your dress, you fast before your wedding. But, but the idea is that this is a time of celebration, not a time of fasting or, or mourning. It's a celebration. Yeah? So he talks to them about covenant. He's speaking to them about covenant. Then he goes on to say this. It says this in verse 20, uh, verse 20, 21. There we go. Besides, who would patch old clothing on new clothes or new cloth? For the new patch 
would shrink and rip away from the old cloth, leaving an even bigger tear than before. Verse 22, and no one puts new wine into old wineskins, for the wine would burst the wineskins, and the wine and the skins would both be lost. New wine calls for new wineskins. Heavenly Father, I thank you today that what you have to say to your people, we will receive that we have ears to learn, that we have minds to understand, that we have hearts with which to to weigh this word and, and see this word develop in our lives. And we declare over this 2019 from its very beginning that this will be a year full of promise, a year full of power, a year full of celebration, a year full of victory, a year full of prosperity, a year full of blessing in and over our lives and over everything we put our hands to do. We will see God glorified in and through our lives in 2019. And if you believe that, come on and shout amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Thank you to our praise and worship team and, and the amazing job they do each and every week. Amen. Amen. I was pulling double duty this morning, and I was in CIA before I came over here, and the, um, the kids are excited about a new year, um, in part because they didn't have a choice when I dragged them up there and make them excited, right? But what a, what a great day to be alive. What a great time period to be living and breathing, knowing that even our, our children are sensing something in their spirits, like Something great is getting ready to happen in and for the lives of God's people. So today I want to just, I want to speak to your faith. No, I want to speak to your understanding. I want you to leave this place encouraged today that 2019 is a year full of promises for you. And, and if you believe that, can you just say amen? amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Miss Stacy, when we were, uh, we were chatting some around this point last year and praying um, for the promise of God to be fulfilled in your life, and uh, if you... If you don't know Miss Stacy's story, just go check her Facebook page, okay? <laughs> but she had never met her biological father, didn't even know if he was living or not, and we begin to pray. She'd been praying these things for years. So I want you to see how faithful your God is. Okay? When we were declaring some things at the beginning of, of last year, she found her father, met her father, and she got to celebrate her 50th birthday with her father, have her first daddy-daughter dance <laughs> with her father. Come on, somebody. The, the goodness of God is mind-blowing. What I'm trying to encourage you today is God never gives up on his promises. You shouldn't give up on the promises of God for your life. These religious leaders, the religious hierarchy that was around in Jesus' day, they were always, always in an uproar over everything that Jesus said and everything that Jesus did. So what does Jesus do is they get upset. How come, how come your disciples aren't fasting the way that John's disciples fast or the Pharisees fast? They're just always up in arms over Jesus. And so what he does is he basically tells them the old wineskin mindset is not sufficient to handle the new wine that I'm bringing. Yeah. The way that you're thinking, the way you've been thinking for generations, it, it cannot handle the new wine that I am delivering to this day and age, this new covenant that I'm establishing. The old wineskin can't handle it. And if we know this about Jesus, if you read the Gospels, you see there's a reason why he didn't spend very much time with the Pharisees. There's a reason why Jesus didn't hang out with the religious people very often, if you will, okay? It wasn't just because they couldn't handle Jesus. Ultimately, I believe it was because Jesus, in spite of everything he did, they weren't going to change their minds. 
No matter how many people he healed, they were not going to change their minds about him. No matter how many miracles he performed, they would not change their minds. No matter how many people he raised from the dead, they were not going to change their minds. Can I just tell you this in 2019? Stop wasting another year of your life trying to get people to change their mind about you. I don't know who I'm speaking to right now, but you've got to know you've been wasting too many years of your life trying to get people to see who you are and who you're called to be and what you're destined to do. It's time to just give that nonsense up once for all because you're never going to change their mind no matter how many miracles you perform, no matter how many people you reach for the kingdom, no matter how much you accomplish. So give up trying to change their mind and just be the man or woman God destined you to be. You can't change their mind. Who are the Pharisees in your life? Those people that are rigid and set in their ways. And they know everything better than you. And yet you can't convince them, this is who I am, what I'm supposed to do. Stop wasting your time. Amen. Amen. It's a new year. We can stop wasting time with people who do nothing but drain us anyway. Come on. Hallelujah. Here's what Jesus is ultimately saying. He says you can't sew a new patch on an old garment. You can't pour new wine into old wineskins. What he's basically telling us is, is you can't have a new life with old thinking. The beginning of every year gives us a chance to also say all the things we're going to do new. All, all the days we're going to work out. All the food we're going to give up. Mm, hallelujah. Let's speak to this for a moment. Why do we end up breaking or forgetting these resolutions? Ultimately, I, I believe that Scripture speaks to these things and lets us know. You can't pour new wine into old wineskins. You can't have that new life you're trying to plan for yourself with an old mentality. It just doesn't work. And can I tell some of you this, just in case you feel like you're used up, washed up, there's really nothing more to you. You can't go around thinking you've reached your limits. Come on, let me speak to some people of faith for just a moment. You can't walk around saying, well, I've, I've done everything I can. I've accomplished everything I can. You know what Paul taught us? He simply said, this is one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forth to what's in front of me. No matter how bad it was or how great it was, forgetting those things which are behind me, realizing I cannot limit what God wants to do through my life in 2019. You haven't reached your peak, your apex, the pinnacle. You haven't yet. There's so much more for you to accomplish. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here right now. If God has not called you home, baby, that means you still got something to do while you're here on earth. Don't limit yourself this year. You can't pour new wine into old wineskins. Can I say it like this for just a moment? The mind is probably the most critical thing. The mind. Where does warfare in spiritual places always waged in our lives? It's in our mind. It's in our mind. There are physical attacks, yes, against our finances, physical attacks against our bodies, physical attacks against our marriage. There, there are things that manifest themselves as the enemy is coming against us. But the only place it matters is when it gets into my mind. And I start agreeing with the lies of the enemy. And I start agreeing with the deception of Satan. I guess I'm always going to be sick. I guess I'm always going to be broke. 
I guess I'm always just going to just barely make it. I guess, I guess no one's ever really going to notice the calling on my life. There's always attacks that come, but the only place that really matters is when you start agreeing in your mind. The deception of Satan. If the mind is so critical, then we must understand any new opportunity God wants to give us, it has to be poured into a new mentality. A new way of, of thinking, if you will. And some of you right now, you're sitting next to somebody who is determined in 2019, just flat out determined in 2019. I'm tired of the old mess. I'm, I'm tired of doing things the way I always did them. If the definition of insanity is doing the same thing the same way and expecting a change, well, then ultimately what I've got to do from this point moving forward is say, I'm, I'm, I, 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 maybe I can't always change my circumstances, but there is something I, I, I can change. Maybe I can't change the people around me, but there is something that I can change. If I'm tired of seeing the, the same situations play themselves out in my life, and I'm, I'm tired of being caught up in the same mess, and that could be you here today or the person sitting near you today, they're determined 2019 is going to be different. Do I have anybody in this place here today that simply says, I'm tired of living in the same pig pen that I've been in the last years of my life. I'm ready for something brand new. How do I, how do I, how do I go about getting out of my mess? I think the perfect example of one who got himself out of his mess was the man who got himself in it. Luke chapter 15. The Bible tells us there was a rich father who had two sons. And one son came to the father one day and just simply said, give me my inheritance. And he went out and he spent all of his wealth, the Bible says, on riotous living. He, just, he basically lived any way he wanted to. He had the wealth and the finances to do it. He did whatever, however he wanted. But eventually at some point, what he was depending on dissolved and went away. If you went dependent on God in 2019, understand, it too will dissolve. And it will leave your life just as quickly as you got it. And this wealth that he trusted and he depended on was gone. The Bible tells us this. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in the whole country. And he began to be in need. So he went and he hired himself out to a citizen of that country. Literally, a man who had everything has now hired himself out like an indentured servant. And this man sent him into the fields to feed the pigs. Now he longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating. But no one gave him anything. And when he finally came to his senses, this is the verse. He said to himself, at home, even the hired servants have food enough to spare. In my father's house, even the people who work for him have food to spare. What am I doing here dying of this hunger? The prodigal son who had everything and now had lost everything. He's now bankrupt and he's working a job for a man that at one time he would have employed himself. Now he's sold himself to him, working for him. And he's surrounded, if you will, by the, the pig pen of life. He's, he's surrounded by, by the hogs and by the stench and, and by the hunger. And here's all the Bible simply tells us there in verse 17. He could not get his life out. He could not get his body out. He could not get 
his feet out. He could not get his heart out. But the Bible tells us what he could get out. He could get his mind out. I came to speak to somebody today and tell you, if you are tired of the pig pen you've been living in, if you are tired of the mess you've been living in, and you can't find a way out, the Bible makes it very clear there is an escape. Maybe it isn't your body. Maybe it isn't your finances. Maybe it isn't your calling. But you can start to think your way out of the mess you got yourself into. Do not limit the creativity, the insight, the direction, the things that God can reveal to you. You can think your way out of the mess you found yourself into. This man who sold himself, this man who gave up and lost everything that he thought he one time would always have, realized there's no other way out of this. Until he came to his senses. I don't know who I'm speaking to today. But 2019 is meant to be a year where some of you finally come to your senses. No more messing around with this Jesus stuff. No more being a holy Sunday and living how I want to the rest of my week. No more just giving myself half-heartedly to the kingdom of God. Instead, I'm going to pick up my cross and I'm going to follow him day in and day out. And this is going to be a year I come to my senses and I realize God has got greater things for me. God has got bigger dreams for me. God's got grander plans for me. I, if I want out of my mess got to realize it starts with my mind. There's a way out. There's a way out. There's a way out. I was going to save this for the very end, but here's what the Bible teaches me in, in Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3. It basically says, he will keep in perfect peace all who trust him, all whose your mind is fixed on him. Who is this for? That you just, you just need some peace that surpasses all understanding in 2019. You say, I, I, Pastor, you don't, life has been difficult. Life has been troublesome. Life has been burdensome. My, my mind has been overwhelmed with, with thoughts of, uh, of, of despair and, and depression and, and anxiety. But I'm believing that this year I can have perfect peace if I keep trusting him and if I finally fix my thoughts on him. You see what the Bible is trying to tell you. You can come out of this mess. You can come out of this despair. You can come out of this depression. If you learn to think your way out and keep your mind set on him. Whoever this is for in the name of Jesus, I declare of your life this year, your thoughts will be fixed. It will be fixed on the word of God. Fixed on the spirit of God. Fixed on your, your heavenly father. And he will keep you in perfect peace as long as you continue to trust him. Keep your mind on him. In Jesus' name, amen. Who's ready for a year full of just peace? Peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here's what the Bible ultimately says here about this young man. The Bible tells us when he came to his right mind, he was able to get out of his situation in a short time. Literally, he came to his senses picked himself up, and went home. He went home. 
But how do you get out of a mess? It's the same way a baby's born. Babies who are born the way God designed them always come out head first. Now, this is just design. And I believe it's a reason. Because there's something about the head. It needs to lead the way. The head has to be out front. You want to fix your mess? You come out head first. You want to do things the right way? The head goes first. Paul taught us in Romans chapter 12. He said, if you really want to, you really want to find out what God's will is for your life, here's how you do it. He said to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, for this is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to the ways of this world, the mindset of, come on, Christians, stop trying to be like everything else out there and think like everything else out there. He tells us this. This is how you find out what the good and perfect and pleasing will of God is for your life. It is when you stop conforming to this world and you are transformed by the renewing of your minds. Somebody here today say, my minds. Come on, I want you to let the devil know my mind. I want you to let your past know my mind. I want you to let your future know my mind. I want you to let your haters know my mind. I can't change anything about the past, but moving forward, I will be transformed by the renewing of my mind. Head first. I'm thinking my way out of this mess. I'm thinking my way out of my past. I'm thinking my way out of my despair. My God. I have to teach at school. You know how many different times I want to tell those teenagers, use the head God gave you. <laughs> what the heck? As a pastor, you don't know how many times I want to tell Christians who are so emotional and always led by their heart, use the head God gave you. Ooh, let me preach that for just a moment. The Greek word of transform, and I'm always going to butcher the way I say it because my Greek is terrible. You need Pastor Brian Shore to help you with your Greek. Yeah. The Greek word of transform is where we get the word metamorphosis. This understanding that something can change its form completely. This Greek word right here is actually the same word that was used when Jesus took three disciples with him up to the top of a mountain. And when he got up there, his appearance transformed in front of them. We call it the Mount of Transfiguration. But Jesus had to get them to see, in order for the body to ever change, in order for the body to ever develop, in order for the body to ever get where it needs to go, the head has got to be transformed first. And God has given you a head. His name is Jesus Christ. He is the head of the body. And if the head can be transformed, then we know the whole body can change as well. If we know the head can come back from the dead, we know the body can come back as well. If we know the head is seated at the right hand of God, we know the body can be as well. And if the head has promised us all things are under his feet, then we know as the body, the head, God promised us that the head is transformed, transfigured, changed. It can happen to the rest of the body. My God. 
am I speaking to today? Philippians chapter 2. Let this same mind be in you. The same attitude, the same thought process, the same thing that was in Jesus Christ. Let it be in you. Anybody made up your mind today? Or making up your mind? I'm making up my mind, Pastor. I'm making up my mind. Things have got to change in my life. So it changes here. I'm transformed in my thinking. Transfigured in my thinking. Instead of using human wisdom, I'm going to go to the only book that has eternal wisdom. Instead of looking to the media or looking to political figures or looking to people with degrees hanging on their wall, I'm going to look to the one word that will never pass away. Whew. Instead of depending on the people around me or depending on, on the money that's in my bank account, I am going to learn to depend on the Holy Spirit of God. For no eye has seen, no ear has heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of men the things that God has prepared for those who love him. But if you read, the, the, if you just keep reading, verse 10 tells us there in Corinthians chapter 2 that ultimately the Holy Spirit is going to reveal to us the mind of God. This is why in 2019 I've made up my mind. This new wine. Come on, somebody. You want a new life? You got to get a new mind. You want, you want, you want a new anointing? You got to get a new mind. You, you, want, you want a new relationship? You got to get a new mind. Come on, married couples. We can't keep doing things the way we've always done them. It ain't working. That's why I want to choke you out at the end of the night. <laughs> got to get a new mind. I want a new business. I got to get a new mind. I want a, a new move of the Spirit of God in my city. A new mind. Let the same mind, which was in Christ Jesus, be in you. New promotions come from new minds. New ideas come from new minds. New ministries come from new minds. Transformed by the renewing of my mind. See, that's the problem with old wineskins. They're old. They're hard. They're stiff. They're rigid. There's no more flexibility to them whatsoever. So Jesus says, if you take new wine which still needs to expand and grow and ferment. It is not going to work if you stick it in a wineskin that can no longer take the expansion. It will crack and bust, and the blessing is wasted. Whew. If we tried the experiment today, how many people who love wine would be like, no. <laughs> it doesn't work. It can't hold it. So what I need is a new mind to receive this new wine. What I need is a new mind to receive these 
new ideas. What I need is a, a new mind for the new things God is doing here in 2019. Let me just finish with this. Let me finish with this. The reason that new wineskins can hold new wine is because they can do one thing. They can, sh- they can stretch. Let me take a moment to speak over your 2019. The reason you're going to accomplish what God has for you this year is because you're going to get rid of your old mentalities, your old mindsets. This is how church has to be done. Ooh, watch out. Watch out. Wait a second, Pastor. If we don't have three songs and an offering and an announce a video and you preach a sermon and then send me in my happy way, there is no way we've had church. Says who? What if the Spirit of God starts moving and I don't even ever get a chance to preach and people start getting healed and delivered and set free? The new wine. It will cause old wineskins to burst. Some of us realize in 2019, God has been stretching us for a little while. Because he's got bigger things for us. Because he's called us to grander things. You, you, you can't stay in a job that you love and, and minister to a handful of students on the east side of Aurora when you've been called to touch the entire city. So you can't stay where you once were because God, that was your old wineskin. But, but what God wants to do next, it requires you to be able to stretch out and expand your influence and expand your reach. So I can't. I can't receive the new wine if I stay in old wineskins. I can't do it. I, I can't do it. To reach the people I've been called to reach. To bring an entire transformation to a whole group of people that I've been called to. I can't do it the way I used to. I, can't, I cannot see myself doing ministry or church the way I used to do it and then expect different results. What I have to do is say to myself, all right, Lord, what do you need to change here so that I can be the vessel that you use to constantly fill up to overflowing? Understand what he's wanting to do. He's wanting to pour out new wine. But before you can receive that new wine, he is gracious enough to tell you, you'll never receive this with the way you've been thinking. If you think you can only come to church once in a while in 2019 and receive the new wine God's got for you, I'm sorry, baby. It will burst and you will lose the blessing. If you think in any way that you could just treat the house of God however you used to in 2018, it will not work in this new year. If you think you can look at others the way you always have from your, your religious snottiness down your nose that you are better than them and expect to ever influence them and elevate them. It will not work. You've got to change the wineskin to receive the new wine. Part of the reason in 2019 our influence is going to expand is because we're changing our minds. Part of the reason we're going to reach people on every side of this city and around. It's because our thinking has expanded. We cannot have an old wineskin and receive the new wine. But 
new wineskins are willing to say, all right, I'll let you stretch me. I'll let you stretch my understanding. I'll let you stretch my thinking. Go ahead, Lord. I want to be filled up to overflowing anyway, so stretch me a little bit. When your Chicago Bears play this afternoon, and when they take that field, and the, and the end result is we are going to win. Before one down is ever played, before the ball is ever snapped, before it's ever kicked, what's the first thing they do when they get on that field? There's something God's got for me to do today. I can't get out there cold and rigid and hard and think my talents and my charisma are enough to carry me where God's got me to go. I got to get out there. I got to be stretched a little bit to accomplish what he's got for me. What I want to tell you for your 2019 is God is not going to use any cold, rigid, hard people who don't want to win. No, Lord, stretch me however you need to. Grow me. Expand me. Here I am for your glory. It may hurt a little bit, but I don't care. I got bigger things to do. Stretch me, Lord. Stretch me, Lord. Here's what you don't get. You thought the stretching was going to break you. Satan thought the stretching would break you. But yet here you stand. Everything you've had to take over the course of your life, everything that has ever been poured on you, poured in you, something about you that was resilient and you just keep expanding and growing and taking it all. The pressure you may be under coming out of 2018 and a 2019, you've got to know it isn't going to end you. It isn't going to break you. It is God stretching you. Somebody take a moment and praise Him for the stretching. I know it hurts. I know it's pressure. I know it doesn't always feel like this is God's will. But you know what, Lord? I'm not broken yet. Keep stretching me. Keep stretching me. Just with every hand raised to heaven all over this room for a moment. You're stretching us, Lord. Whew. In spite of the pain, you're stretching us. When I feel like I've reached my end, ah, I didn't know I could take this much. And here I am. Here I am. And here's what you got to know. I believe in 2019, God is going to fill your life with new wine. Wine is symbolic of the Holy Spirit. He's going to fill your life, even starting today. So for everyone that will, you want to be filled with the Spirit of God one more time, especially on the first Sunday. Do you understand why you're here? It's the first Sunday of the year. You decided, just like the Chicago Bears, ah, if I'm going to win, I got to get there. If, if I'm going to win, I got to be stretched. I'm, I'm starting my year off right. I'm going to be in the presence of God. I'm going to allow Him to stretch my thinking, stretch my passion, stretch my desire. So that I have room to receive what he has for me. And for all those who just want to be filled with the Holy Spirit again, here's what I believe. I believe God's going to pour you out a blessing today. Such that you don't even have room. <laughs> Ooh. 
There's a stretching happening. A stretching happening. I don't even have room to contain what God has got for me. But he's growing me. He's enlarging me. He's advancing me. If this is for you today, I want you by, by faith, step out of your seat and just come down here to the front with me this morning. Come on. Come on. There's a stretching happening in our faith. A stretch, come on in close. Come on in close. Stretching happening in our desires. Stretching happening in our lives. More than anything, there's a stretching happening in our mindset here today. Expanding my mind. Join me at this altar. Just lift your hands to heaven one more time. Heavenly Father, as men and women come, come on in close. Come on in close. Everybody can get in here. Today, Satan, these people have made up their mind. Made up their mind. No more. No more mess. No more nonsense. No more limited thinking. No more lack in my life. No more could'ves, should'ves, would'ves. No more. Today, I've made up my mind. I will deny myself, take up my cross, follow my Savior. And as I follow him, where he leads me, I will see his blessings. I will see his victories. I will see his joy. I will see his abundance, the abundant life he came to give me. I will see these things. Father of every man and woman that's standing here today, I declare that this, this new day, this new year, this new opportunity, it starts in our minds, and I declare that we will start thinking biblically, spiritually, godly. We will start thinking heaven's thoughts. This same mind which was in Jesus will now be the mind and attitude that is in our hearts, in our lives. He was willing to sacrifice it all, to lay it all down, to go all the way for my sake. I, in turn, am declaring over my 2019, I will give it all, sacrifice it all, do what it takes to follow my Savior. And this year, as my mind changes, so are the situations in my life. So are the circumstances surrounding me. I want you to declare this over 2019. There is no more pig pins. No, no more hanging around the, the, the lack and, and the emptiness and the mess of life. Come to yourself. Come to your senses. Say, this is the year. This is the year. Everything I need is in my father's house anyway. I'm just going to go. I'm going to go home. I'm a, not just on Sundays, not when the pastor gives a, a heart-gripping message. I'm going to spend every moment I can in my Father's house, in His presence. I'm changing my mind today. Changing my mind. I will not be those religious leaders who always question Jesus about what He's doing. I'm not the old wineskin anymore. It's a new mind. Everyone that can, just place your hand on your forehead right now. By faith, a new mind, a new mind, a new way of thinking, which will lead to new ideas, new insight, a new way of thinking, which will pull me out of my religiosity, out of my rigidness, a new way of seeing the world around me because my mind has changed. 
instead of being so pessimistic and negative all the time. Come on, somebody. I'm trying to help you right now. Instead of always being that Debbie Downer, always speaking garbage out of my mouth. No, no, no. It starts with my mind. I'm going to start, in my mind, I'm going to start seeing things with hope, seeing things with the promises of God. That's what's going to happen from now on. I've got my mind set on the promises of God. I've got my mind set on the promises of God. So I can't think the way I used to. I can't speak the way I used to. And unfortunately, I can't even hang out with some of the people I used to. They won't let, they won't get, they won't let me out of the muck and mire of my life. Sorry. I love you. But I'm changing my mind. I'm changing my mind. I'm coming out of this mess. Coming out of this nonsense. I'm changing my mind today. And when the head changes, when the head changes, when Jesus is transfigured, when Jesus is crucified and then risen and exalted, whew, Paul said, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his sufferings, conformed even to his death, starts in my mind. Starts in my mind. I want to know him. When the head changes, the body changes, life changes. This isn't self-help, ladies and gentlemen. This is the word of God. I don't, I don't believe in self-help nonsense. If it weren't for Jesus Christ, I'd have no help. He is my help. But he has given me the ability, literally the power, to use my mind to create wealth. He's given me the ability, the power, to rethink and be transformed by the renewing of my mind. Thank you today, Lord. My thoughts are changing. So I can receive this new wine. Now, if you can, just for a moment, try to stretch out just a little bit. Just try to stretch out. I don't people right on top of you. Try to stretch out. See, don't let anything hinder you. Don't, don't let anyone keep you down. This is a year of limitless possibilities, of the promises of God being yes and amen through Jesus Christ. This is, I got I to gotta stretch out. I got to stretch out. I might have to get a bigger suit jacket because I'm about to rip this one. There's a stretching happening. And so it goes for all who are called of God. It isn't always comfortable. Sometimes it's pressure. But as long as I remain renewed in my mind, all right, Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Oh, I got to let go of my racism once and for all? Well, you know what? It's time for a new mind anyway. Oh, oh, I got, I, I got to get rid of my bad attitude once and for all. Come on, parents with teenagers. Well, praise God. You know what? I'm renewing my mind anyway. Oh, I've got to stop spending every penny that I get. And I've got to learn to start saving so I can have something for my future inheritance. Well, I'm renewing my mind anyway. I know I'm probably not touching what you're thinking or what you've been thinking, but the Holy Spirit is. He's wanting to renew your mind today for the greater things He's going to pour into your life in 2019.
Are you ready to receive it all? Maybe. I don't know. Let's see what happens. Are you ready for the greater things God has for 2019? Hallelujah. Father, I thank you today. The expansion that is happening for our lives is beginning in our minds. The prodigal son came out of his mess head first. We, your people, we're coming out of our mess of 2018 head first as well. We're leaving it behind us. As we renew our minds today, thank you for the transformation that is coming to our lives. For some of us, it's already here. It is already here. If you made any New Year's resolutions for 2019, just lift your hands up high for just a moment. Just lift your hands up high. You are going to keep it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You will not forget it. You will not break it. You will keep it, and you will see the blessings from it. So thank God you're getting healthy. Thank God you're getting wealthy. Thank God things are changing for your good. Thank God that you're going to see some relationships restored. Thank God that you're going to finally have these hopes and dreams and visions begin to be fulfilled. Thank God. Thank God. Thank you for listening to this week's message on the Impact Church Aurora podcast. Please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review. For more information or to give, please visit us at www.impactchurchaurora.com. Now, go out into the world and continue making an impact.